0: Welcome to the podcast! I'm John Brandy, a professional comedian for more than 30 years.
1: And I'm Amanda McKinney, John's daughter for more than 30 years.
0: Our family believes laughing is a learned behavior, and we want to teach you how we do it.
1: So welcome to the kitchen table of the comedian next door.
0: Carl, we're so happy that you decided to join us today. To join us, and this isn't an, an accidental thing that he's listening to the podcast. Can that happen?
1: You can listen by accident. How? I hope he's not being forced by like some sort of a.
0: We hope you're not being coerced
1: situation. against your will, Carl. You have if to you are,
0: <laughs> if you are, if you're <laughs> listening to this and you really don't want to, then you have our sympathies. Um, why are these all turned up?
1: Out of habit. Out of habit. That blue one is plugged uh, in in case the podcast ninja decides to materialize.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I can turn it down. Until- He's
0: around. I've seen him. Uh, but welcome. Welcome to our kitchen table. We've got several things to discuss. Uh, but before we go any further, uh, I want to mention that if you like this podcast, if you're listening to it intentionally and, uh, and you like it, then consider... Prayerfully consider uh, (laughs) supporting us, right? Can I say prayerfully?
1: Shouldn't we do something interesting first in case it is their first time listening before we beg them to subscribe? Forget I said that. They're like, why would I? (laughs) Why would I? (laughs) Forget
0: I said that, Carl. We're moving on to something else. (laughs) Uh, 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 Don't plug it yet. I guess uh, I don't have anything else to talk about then, so we can go right into your...
1: I want to talk about... Toxic femininity. Uh,
0: we can talk about that, but before we do, I need to read an email.
1: Okay, is it related to toxic femininity? Nope. All right. But Boy, we can
0: we can make it relate, I suppose.
1: We're pretty good at finding.
0: We're we're very good at that. Dubious it's connections. A, it's a gift that we have the ability to take random.
1: Atlanta, for me.
0: To take random. Uh, stories and convert them into make them topical make them free all right I enjoy listening to your podcast and was glad to meet you in person at the fight laugh feast conference and I just finished the episode about worship leaders Mm. so uh, I wanted to relay a related story to you that I think you will enjoy
1: I'm humming but I don't actually remember the worship leaders episode that's being referenced I'm hoping as the letter continues it will jog my memory it won't okay
0: I was visiting my brother and sister in law and was at church with them. Now their church is a more high church, formal, etc. Okay. Got that? Well, as we were singing a hymn, the pastor comes up and announces that there is a squirrel frantically scurrying <laughs> from one end of the church to the other. So the singing stops and there is sporadic nervous laughing across the sanctuary and that went on for a good 5 minutes until it was caught. Needless to say, it was a very memorable service.
1: Were we talking about worship leader fails? Was that what it was?
0: Uh possibly.
1: And that they could they sometimes take themselves too seriously. I vaguely remember bringing up the fact that there's a website where you can share like mm-hmm. things falling off of the stage, like video of, you know, mm-hmm. something going wrong pastors fainting
0: yeah 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 that's what we were talking about we're talking about worship leader fails yeah and i think it's funny well first of all a squirrel getting loose in the church yeah that we definitely anytime that something like that happens you need to immediately send us an email with the details that should be your video first step yeah get your phone out
1: pull out your phone
0: um uh, i'm not sure how how well the video will transfer on our podcast, well, we but it's just for us. Well, we can play the audio
1: of the people laughing, and then we I actually can include a link if it's on the internet somewhere in the cloud. We mm-hmm. can I can include a link in our description. So, okay. anyway.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I think it's funny that they were singing a hymn, and the pastor comes up and announces that there's a squirrel. Right. Frantically it's better to just to call
1: attention to it than try. It does definitely make it worse when you're trying to just carry on like you don't...
0: Like you don't see it? Yeah. <laughs> ignoring the squirrel in the room. Everybody in the back row is like, do they see this?
1: You know, you know, like the old saying. Are we
0: imagining it?
1: When you're just ignoring the woodland creature in the room.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's ignoring the... <laughs> woodland creature not the elephant you
1: know how you that should
0: acknowledge the it's squirrel in the room
1: that classic statement that old classic cliche
0: oh gosh that'd be fun if you had a if you sort of had a policy to where okay 99 percent of us are going to pretend like we don't see it and the one percent that's not in on it they're like hey, what's going on here what do what's the matter are you am seeing a squirrel it's like really this must be some kind of a sign from god because the rest of us don't see it they're
1: trying to address address the squirrel in the room. Well, you
0: have to address the squirrel. I don't think a people <laughs> I don't think a high church congregation is probably going to be down with that idea though. Uh, do you think
1: pulling a prank on somebody? Yeah,
0: yeah. using yeah. the opportunity to prank to troll. I don't know, members but of the-,
1: the more like the more they try to take themselves seriously, the, the better it gets. is for comedy. So right. you couldn't do it anywhere else other than a high church cuz if you were going to try it in like some mega church somewhere, it would seem it would seem rehearsed and canned and like everybody yeah. everybody tries too hard yeah, to well, make things a circus, you y- know? You
0: actually <laughs> brought, up, you brought up a great point. You brought up a great point yeah. that the, the more you try to ignore it and the more you try to normalize it, the funnier it gets. And that is, uh, Carl, that is a standard uh, trope in comedies, like sitcoms and movies and funny movies and things like that. If, if you watch, it's always... The, the comedy comes from somebody trying to prevent somebody else from learning a thing right. that oftentimes is not even that big a deal. By if the they way, would just come right out and say it, hey, there's a squirrel in the back of the church, right. it wouldn't be as funny.
1: By the way, if you're listening, you are Carl. Your name is Carl. And you just re- you just referenced Carl. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know Yeah, but I,
0: I was going to say that early on, but then you shamed me for talking about stuff that's not interesting.
1: Well, they do need to know if... We're talking to them, but, um, my kids just learned or heard and watched for the first time, a classic bit of comedy. And when I, when I start to set the scene, you're going to know exactly what it is. The example that popped in my mind was not a squirrel, but it was a certain young woman trying to, trying to pop chocolate in her mouth.
0: Yes. Is that, uh. Is it Lucy? Yes, Mm -hmm. it's
1: Lucy and Ethel. I love Lucy. At the chocolate factory. At the chocolate factory. Right. Because they were assigned an impossible task of trying to wrap the chocolate
0: before
1: the the conveyor went past. Yeah, it wasn't
0: necessarily impossible. It was just that they were... they were a little inept.
1: Well, it was impossible when it started going so fast with so many. children. Well, the reason on it, it
0: started going faster was because the supervisor came to check on them, and they were doing such a great job <laughs> that they decided to <laughs> right. speed up the, the right, conveyor. Right. right.
1: If you haven't seen it, just look up Lucille Ball chocolate. I mean, yeah. you will immediately and get you'll it.
0: See it, and, yeah. And but that is yeah that that is what I'm talking about. If you look at you look at comedies, sitcoms, movies, it's always a situation where somebody is trying to prevent somebody else from learning a thing. Right, And so rather than just doing the easy thing
1: right. and admitting saying, that there's an issue. This conveyor belt is going a little fast for me. I need you to slow it down while we learn how right. the process works. Right, They start popping chocolates in their cheeks and in their dresses. Right. And, yeah. and
0: hiding them. They're hiding. stuffing them down their blouses. Yeah. <laughs> right. um,
1: yeah. My kids thought it was hysterical and well, they wanted to watch it again the next it's day. It's hysterical.
0: You can't. This is how comedy works. Yeah. But uh Pay attention to that when you're watching a comedy and, and just make note of the thing that is uh, trying to be kept a secret. Right. Double identities, you know, that's a huge thing where a person will dress up as somebody else and right. then they have to pretend that they're that other person right. so that people don't learn something. Which yeah.
1: is once again reminding me of something else that we need to tell Carl this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't know. You said Identity. And I'm not thinking of a double identity. I'm thinking of when a person calls you and claims to be. Oh, are you, gonna Robin? <laughs> Robin. <laughs> are you
0: going to talk about Robin? Robin. Are you going to talk about Robin?
1: I got a call yesterday, Carl, from a that number. That wasn't your first call, though. Yesterday, I got a call from an area, a local number, mm-hmm. which they're always local numbers now.
0: Yeah. He could, they've figured out a way to, to route their Overseas addresses through, through phone numbers through, through local, local ones. Number. So
1: anytime we get one from the same area code as we live in, I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go. But it's my comedy phone. I use it when I'm booking shows, and so I sometimes get calls from local people <laughs> who want to book shows. So he I said comedy them.
0: phone, and I was trying to picture in my mind what what that would be. But go ahead.
1: It's got a big. It's got clown lips, <laughs> and uh,
0: <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't ring. Instead,
1: oh, it doesn't it, ring. It, instead, it goes. It goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> that hooray! If you can't tell, that was actually a pre-recorded sound effect from a few episodes ago
0: that I did with my own
1: uh, vocal cords. We've used it way too much already. Yeah. Anyway, so I so I always answer the phone is what I'm saying because I sometimes talk to clients and I don't want to miss their call. So right. I answer the phone immediately. There's a click. You can hear the buzz yep. in the background while you hear it
0: connects it. to some.
1: And you hear people. I mean, you can hear other people are in the room. It's an obvious call center.
0: It sounds like you got called by a cocktail party.
1: Yes. It sounds like somebody (laughs) called from the middle of the Mall of America. Like, it's just like, I'm I'm I'm
0: going to make a quick call to John Brandian from this cocktail party. So
1: I always answer, John Brandian comedy, this is Amanda. And there's a click. And I'm like, I'm going to have to repeat that because whoever's calling me from India is not on the line yet. So I said, John Brandian comedy, this is Amanda. And he goes, Hello, my name is Robin Smith. Robin, hello, my name is Robin Smith. How are you doing today? And I said, I'm great. Now, pause. Last (laughs) week, I got a call from somebody from probably the same call center, and I said to them, what did I say? I said, that's not your real name, get a real job, and hung up.
0: (laughs) And hung up Something like
1: that. Like, that's not true, that's not even your real name, get a real job. Uh, but then after I hung up, I had a little bit of regret. I was like, you know. You know,
0: I could have done more with that. I
1: could have tied them up. That a was an longer. opportunity
0: that I did not. <laughs> that was an opportunity that I squandered.
1: Yeah, I did. I felt yeah. a little bit like I missed out on something mm-hmm. I could have done. So uh, so I had thought about what would I do? So I was like, how far could they take? Th- how far would they go? Because I've seen Videos of hackers, (laughs) like people in the United States, scamming the scammers, and so they'll like use voice change software. They'll go for hours on the phone with them, letting Mm -hmm. them intentionally hack into their hard drives, and then like bugging their hard.
0: drives yeah,
1: yeah. Like if they connect to you, you can connect to to them too.
0: Guy that went to our church said, uh, you know, he answered the phone like a child.
1: Yeah. Hello.
0: He goes. He goes. I'm, I'm, and the guy asked if your father was there, and he goes, "I hate sleeping, but I'll wake him up just a minute." And the person on the other end goes, "No, you don't need to wake him up." And he's like, "Daddy, Daddy, no. <laughs> I told you never to wake me up." And then he and then he like is making smack. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, Daddy, my mom. <laughs> 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 so he like pretended that he was beating this child. Right. You know.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. Well, that was back when like you were getting calls from. <laughs> English speakers in the United States. Right. It used to be every major company had a bunch of people who were calling you at all hours of the day. Um, now they pretty much exclusively come from India because we have the do not call list here in the United States and a right. lot of people have blocked numbers. And um, what I'm told from... a lot of
0: good that does.
1: Well, what I'm told from these videos I've watched on YouTube where like the scammers get scammed mm-hmm. is that they, in in the government in India um they actually incentivize these you know call centers because it's good for their economy like they're bringing in a bunch of foreign and they probably get
0: a kickback
1: yeah so so they bribe the police officers at the local level and then they bribe the politicians at the federal level and Mm -hmm. and so they basically have you know piece of cake free reign to do whatever they want so you can report them money and
0: corruption go hand in hand
1: it doesn't do a lot of good when you complain to the Indian government about that. So anyway.
0: Or when you complain to the scammer, they don't they don't really change their mind. No, no.
1: I've seen videos where a guy will like hack into the scammer's webcam on his laptop. Yeah. Take pictures of them, send him the picture of himself that <laughs> he just took. Like really crazy stuff. Yeah,
0: I don't know how to do any of that.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I can't do that either. But I thought, what can I do? What we can, just
0: admitted that we don't know how to do that. But what what do we know how to do <laughs> with Robin,
1: Robin Smith? <laughs> so so I had that I had that in my mind yesterday when Robin Smith calls me. Mm-hmm. And I say that he goes, How are you today? I say, Great. And he <laughs> goes, Well we're calling about your Medicare card uh-huh. because um you're using the old one are you still using the old one the old blue and white one yes i am and i said yep
0: i sure am, I am. And he
1: goes oh it's funny because like i hear him pause and he goes oh uh <laughs> like he's looking at his script
0: he's like no one ever says that what
1: happens when they say yes what do i do next He's flipping pages yes. flip, flip flip yeah 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 yep. so i said um yes i'm using the old one and he goes oh Uh, Oh, well, well, I'm sure I'm
0: supposed to be doing
1: something about that. We're going to have to send you a new one, he says. So he goes, I have that your full name's Amanda McKinney. And I said, that's correct. Mm -hmm. And then he says, uh, your birth date's November 1987. And I said, at first I said yes. Also correct. First, I said yes, but then I remembered he said it was a Medicare card, mm-hmm. and I, I think to it's myself- like, can't you do math? <laughs> he goes forward with his script, though. He he lists my mailing address. He tells me what my address is, and I say, wait, wait.
0: Most people don't even think about that. Most people would not even go, you, you just gave me my birthday. and clearly I don't qualify <laughs> for,
1: for Medicare. Medicare. Yeah. Yeah. I And I was even a little slow on it. Like It took me a second to go, wait a minute. Right. Um, I may help him with that next time. Mm-hmm. But he- he gives me my mailing address, and I said, wait a minute, go back. What did you say my birthday what's was? Because I'm thinking to myself, "Here's I figured it out. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to see how much I can change what he's got in my file so that in the future if I get calls from people, it's got me listed. <laughs> like if they try to confirm with
0: me. I have your birthday November, to, uh, November 7th. 1921. Is that correct?
1: 57 is what I told him. 57. 57. So I take 30 years and add it to my age. Okay. Right? Because I thought then I would be eligible for Medicare. So um, so <laughs> I was like helping him out. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to get him to change my birthday. And he goes, we'll get that change for you. We'll get that change. And then he repeats my address again. And I said, oh, no, that's where my sister lives. And he goes, well, what's your current address, ma'am? And I said, well, <laughs> it's like 3721. I forget exactly what I said. But I said... Um, scammers Road.
0: Scammers Road.
1: And he pauses for a second. And he's type. I can hear him typing. Click, 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 click. click, click. And as he starts and to then he spell stops. scammers, he goes, oh. <laughs> click, click, click. Yes, it was just like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> click, click, click. As
0: soon as he typed in S-C-A-M, yeah. he went,
1: uh. <laughs> It was just like that. It was a pause while he typed the numbers and the first few letters. And then he was- stops typing. And he goes, oh I see you want to play with me right (laughs) ma'am and I go um what did I say I said very good Robert you want to steal from people and he goes so you just like to play games then and I said so you just like to take money that's not yours (laughs) (laughs) we all
0: have our little hobbies
1: oh my gosh he starts chuckling. Huh, 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 well, that I've heard from the videos I've watched too. It's very common for them to to he,
0: just laugh like Kamala Harris does you start she's confronted with something that's obviously true, obviously and true, and not wrong. Uh, and not, not, not positive. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, I mean, long story short, I hung up on him, and then he calls me right back, and I answered the phone again.
0: See, that's the part that is interesting to me yeah because these guys these people just make hundreds of phone calls a day right and for him to be personally uh upset with you yeah. to call you back yeah i didn't know that that ever happened
1: he, oh yeah they will call them back they'll they'll call the scammers that scam them in return back mm-hmm. all the time so yeah they know they know how to get a hold of me he can call me anytime he wants and I'm sure he's marked my file Gosh. at this no, he point.
0: No, he can call our comedy phone whatever right. he wants. <laughs>
1: he can book a show he's, anytime he's he wants. He's calling
0: the business line.
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So he calls me right back, and I answered the phone again. John Branding Comedy, this is Amanda. And he chuckles again. Uh, 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 so you still want to play games? It's Robin said, Smith. I said, I'm not playing games. I said, I'm answering the phone for John Brannion Comedy. John Brannion. J-O-H-N-B-R-A-N-Y-A-N. And I told him there's Dot a website. Com. And he he goes, sure, sure, it's John. I said, I know you're at your computer. You can look it up. JohnBrandion.com. And so he <laughs> asked me to spell it again. And he's typing. I here hear typing. So he starts reading the homepage of your website. There is a website. <laughs> I didn't know all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so he was on the way, the John Brandy website, and I said, "So, would you like to book a show?"
0: <laughs> Did he? he
1: well, actually, when
0: am I going to India?
1: This is the creepy part. I said he flies internationally, and he goes, "You will come with him." And I said, "No, I book the shows. I don't travel with him." And he goes, "How much a show? How much? You, how much a show you charge for show?" I said, "A million dollars." <laughs> And he goes...
0: In advance, Robin. We're not going to come with payment.
1: Well, here's the thing. Even if... He was just trying to get me to agree or to call his bluff on something because he still wants me to give him my PayPal account information or something. I know all this. I'm not an idiot. And so I said... He goes, I will give you $2.5 You come with him to the show. And I said, you're wasting my time, buddy. And so I hung up again. Oh, no, wait. First I said... Except his name
0: is Robin, not Buddy.
1: First I said... If we're going to keep talking, I'm going to need to put a phone recorder on my phone because okay. I'm going to want John is going to want to hear these conversations because we'll oh, laugh I at
0: desperately them. do.
1: I said we'll share we'll share them with our listeners and we'll laugh at you. <laughs>
0: We just told him that straight up. Yes. We will laugh at you. We
1: are going to share this stuff with the people who listen to our podcast, and they will laugh.
0: And that's me. not a secret to you, Carl. We're very upfront <laughs> about that. You know that's how we operate. But a lot of people are somewhat shocked and dismayed when they learn that we, that
1: we laugh, laugh at, people? at them. Yeah. yeah. So that was I told him that, and, and knowing full well that... That was also going to upset him a bit and so i hung up again and he called me right back again but i was still in the process of downloading of the downloading phone recorder, recording so app. i didn't answer it and then he didn't call back again yesterday mm. well today
0: today he called
1: just a couple hours ago he calls it says restricted number this time instead right. of a local number i answer it and there's a really bad like vibration noise <laughs> oh it is yeah and then I answered and heard my voice repeated back to me in a perfect echo.
0: So Robin doesn't understand how to use his recording technology. Yes,
1: and I knew immediately what he was doing. I'm like, he's recording me. So I said, John Brandy Comedy, this is Amanda. And I heard myself say, it. John Brandy Comedy, this is Amanda. And he goes, oh, Amanda. And then he goes, <laughs> and I said, I didn't catch that. I can't hear you very well. And then it goes, click. And then the line
0: <laughs> went dead. He was like, "Oh no, I'm not using my recording equipment properly." I
1: am so excited. I will for call him her back, call later. back. You though. can't wait, can you? I can't wait because you and I talked about it a little bit.
0: What am I paying you for?
1: <laughs> for content like this. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do, because I was thinking to myself, why is it? Why do we always know when we're getting calls from India, from a call center in India? Why do we know? Just
0: because. because
1: you answer the phone, and they immediately tell you an obvious pseudonym.
0: <laughs> well, they tell you they, they badly pronounce an English-sounding name. Yes. It's yeah. like
1: Kevin Johnson was one of them. I'm Kevin Johnson? It, it sounds nothing like an American would right. say. He would be better off claiming to be an immigrant who works in the United States and give me his real name. Right. It would be better for him to just say... I was born in India this than is, to try to mask his accent because
0: Malik Vashukuna. There,
1: there is no name that I could even think of that wouldn't give it away, right. but I'd like to try.
0: Well, that's, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because they think that that badly pronounced name is going to go, oh, I'm dealing with an American.
1: Oh, he's a friend. I can trust him. <laughs> right. He's from
0: Cleveland. Right. Yeah.
1: This is probably this is easily one of my next this, door neighbors. Well,
0: and it's a local number, so this is a person who probably lives in my hometown. <laughs>
1: local number.
0: This is a person I might have went to school and with. His
1: name is Robin.
0: <laughs> I might have went to school with Robin
1: Smith. <laughs> That's not a foreign name. <laughs> no. So he's a local person. What could be amiss? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what I would like to do is just tell him that, just level with him next time he calls and be like, What's your real name? And and if you insist on using an English-sounding one, please run it by me. Just tell me what you're planning to say, and I will tell you if anyone can tell that you don't yeah, speak right. English. Right,
0: We'll help you. We will evaluate your your accent, and and we'll even we're even willing to teach you how to pronounce it. I, yes. That would be fantastic to put that on the podcast. You're giving be him lessons honest. for how it's yeah. Ra a Right. Not Robin. Not
1: Ro. Not Rob. Robin.
0: It's Rob. Rob. And not Smith. Not Smith. Smith. Eh. Smith. Eh. Short I. Eh.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we would be honest. Like, and if, if, if I do find a name that he is able to say with some convincing, you know, plausibility, mm-hmm. then yeah. He I can will.
0: share that name. That could become the name for all the calls.
1: <laughs> he might shoot could. right to the top of the employee of the month chart. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> At that call center. I hope so. Oh, anyway. I wish him,
0: we wish him the best
1: i didn't intend to spend that much time on the story but that yeah. is current breaking news in that's our like household. half
0: the podcast now
1: that's, that is the thing on my mind today can I'm i honest. tell carl
0: to support us now or do we have to go
1: <laughs> if you want any hope of hearing the rest of the saga <laughs> when robin smith calls you better subscribe
0: to the comedian next yeah, just go to john like robin smith did he
1: did he read become the a click member yeah yeah, so join click join the click. Gosh, I it'd be
0: awesome if Robin joined the click, wouldn't it?
1: Oh man, I wish he. We could teach him a thing or two. We could teach him how to say things that are funny and not just kind of laugh maniacally. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh. That's it. Comedy's a weapon.
1: Yeah, and anyway. one
0: of the one of the one of the more valuable uses for comedy is it exposes foolishness and makes people afraid to say dumb things. Yes, and that's a.
1: And afraid That's to call good. me, even though their job is to do that.
0: Right. <laughs> makes them afraid.
1: Afraid to call and scam people makes, because it, they it, will get laughed it at. It
0: makes them thoughtful. It's like, okay, before I open my mouth, I need to remember that I will be held accountable mm-hmm. and I will be mocked if there's anything mockable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have so to let's be careful. let avoid that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, what All I right. had intended to discuss today. Finally. Was toxic femininity which i mentioned before
0: finally you have to explain what toxic femininity is
1: well okay i don't like the term toxic masculinity because i think it's a little bit sexist and unfair but if our culture is going to insist on latching onto that that term which they have they insist it has nothing to do with just masculinity it's not every man or masculine person is toxic it's just a particular kind a particular brand of masculinity that uses strength to its own selfish purpose. Like, it, it basically is the worst features of manliness taken to their sinful fleshly ends. If, if you want to put a religious spin on it, you know. And I always do. It's, it's how I would describe a carnal man, you know, would be toxic masculinity, I suppose. So, um,
0: a, a man who is just embracing his base instincts yeah. with no regard for... Right. Uh, conscience. Not trying or... to bring them in
1: line with God's will at all. Right, Okay. So, um, so that's how I understand it. And in, in that case, if we're going to normalize or make use of a term like toxic masculinity, there must be toxic femininity. Right. Too. Let's
0: be egalitarian about this.
1: Right. So what would that look like? Well, what would a fleshly woman do? What would she use for her advantage? I think a man uses his strength to, you know, maybe get rough with his wife or his kids. Um, you know uses his his desire to provide for the family to go and go off and and become you know kind of materialistic and work too much right so but okay. wait,
0: and that's a good point you toxic masculinity is almost always applied men to women right I mean men can't be toxically masculine with each other they,
1: yeah they can like can if they, they go, if they go and fight or if they spend too much time in bars or if they yeah. Two
0: dudes fighting each other is toxic yeah, masculinity? Yeah, both
1: of them being toxically masculine, yes. <laughs> yes, that's actually the classic example of it, yeah. Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah, it's, it is... That's it is so dumb. Anytime a man is doing something that's considered, like, I guess... Manly. Antisocial, anything that's... Anytime he's doing something that's would be wrong or causing harm to himself or others, then it would be toxic masculinity. Right,
0: but women fight each other. So are they being toxic masculinity?
1: Uh, If they're fighting? Yeah. That could be, they could find some way to blame that on masculinity, probably. If they didn't have fathers in their lives, for example. Right,
0: but our friend, our friend Carmen, you know, mixed martial artist, boxing. I
1: I have no idea if that would be considered a feature feature of toxic masculinity. What I'm saying is you can't even (laughs) think of things that are (laughs) feminine in most cases that, that would be... Bad or toxic because they usually are quieter and they fly under the radar. So, right. for example, in schools, public education, you've got boys who are jumping out of their chairs or they're blowing spitballs or they're biting their Pop Dart in the shape their of a gun, winging
0: erasers at each other.
1: Right. And that's toxic boyhood, you right. know. And so they get disciplined for that. But what are the girls doing? Well, they are bullying each other behind the scenes, they're whispering in the bathrooms or they're they're character assassinating. You know, some girl that they dislike, but they're doing it quietly, and so nobody catches them, and it doesn't get talked about. So um, that's what I want to bring up. I want to point out instances of toxic femininity when they happen, so that at least other people can start to identify them and maybe call them out too. As often as we call out, rightly, when a dude punches another dude right in the face, and, you know,
0: Sometimes dudes need to be punched in the face, but that's a different that's, conversation. That's a
1: different conversation. I don't disagree. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. If if somebody is being a carnal man, we already know what that looks like, but we don't really know what carnal womanhood looks right. like.
0: Right. Well, we don't even think it exists. So you you have an uh, example.
1: I have an of example. Femi- toxic femininity. Here is a Facebook And this is post. maybe going
0: to surprise uh Maybe going to surprise call. If you're
1: waiting to hear me say that a woman is announcing she was going to meet somebody outside in the parking lot to beat their face and right. then yeah, you're going to be surprised. That's you're surprised by
0: like. what toxic femininity looks like. So here's,
1: okay. what, here's what it starts with. This is a Facebook post because, again, women are allowed to be toxic right out there in the open. Uh, it's public page or a public post. It says, to the police officer that just gave me a speeding ticket, I need you to know... Dot, dot, dot.
0: what what does he need to know
1: make your guesses now carl
0: oh i'm on pins and needles
1: what does he need to know i can't wait you need to know i wasn't lying to, to you just to try to get out of the ticket when you asked me why i was speeding i was honest with you and i told you i'd just come from a work meeting i left early from because my son's autism center had called me 15 minutes earlier because something was wrong with him. They called to get my permission to give him some ibuprofen because he was in a lot of pain. I told you I was just thinking about picking him up, and that's why I was distracted and not paying attention to my speed. (laughs) The autism center even called when you were at my window. When you were at my window, the autism center called, and I explained the situation to you and asked very politely if I could answer the call quickly to let them know I'd be late because I was pulled over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I wanted to make sure nothing else was wrong with my son. But, sir, you told me that I was not allowed to answer the call, and you were visibly annoyed with me for even asking you this simple request. <laughs> even
0: though she asked politely, he was <laughs> still annoyed?
1: <laughs> even though she did. And she had explained that she was a mother <laughs> with Right. Kid she was an autistic, autistic
0: child. And she was polite. Yeah. So...
1: Sir, what you don't know is that my son is nonverbal and he can't tell us what's hurting him and he suffers from seizures too. And I had no idea what his health status was at that point.
0: (laughs) This is what you need to know when you pull me over. You need
1: to know all these things. (laughs) Officer, you were right. I wasn't paying attention to my speed because I was thinking about my son so I could get him home and help him feel better. If you could only walk in my shoes for one day, you might understand why I wish you had shown me more compassion during our (laughs) interaction.
0: He would probably get blisters on his feet, too.
1: (laughs) Your compassion (laughs) would have made my day, even if you would have still chosen to give me a ticket. But thank you for giving me a speeding ticket and letting me know that my plates are expired and ticketing me for that, too. (laughs) An officer? Wait, one last thing, officer that you need to know. Wait,
0: before you finish reading, one officer. One last
1: thing you need to know. Uh, one last thing. Here's just a small glimpse into the car ride home with my son. So there's two and videos here that she videos. posted of her son crying and smacking
0: himself in the head, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz he's got autism. So Yeah. Um and
0: that's what you need to know, officer. It Officer. took three
1: people from the facility to get him into my car because he was so escalated by the time I got there to pick him up.
0: And that is now your problem, yeah, Mr. Policeman.
1: So, that now has 208 care emojis and cry, crying emojis. Is that all? 208.
0: That seems worthy of much more care.
1: 84 comments. Okay. And two shares.
0: Any negative comments?
1: um no not a single. so you didn't comment oh no (laughs) no because i knew
0: if you commented there'd be at least one
1: no but the comment i specifically want to bring out is the one that says um breaks my heart you should send this video to the police department and tell him to get a heart most policemen would have understood Mm -hmm. and then this one
0: yes oh i'm so
1: sorry if you have it can you pm me a name or badge number I can't guarantee I can pull a favor, but I will try. Pull
0: a favor. Yeah. So pull a favor means what? Now, she didn't say, I can't I can't promise that I have any legal recourse. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is pull a favor. And right. what does that mean? <laughs> You're gonna I'm gonna call a judge and have him do what? Get this guy fired? Get him get him his pay docked? I don't even Have him executed? What? (laughs) Lethal injection? What what's
1: they're not even thinking appropriate here? They're just thinking, damsel in distress, it's all women. I don't think there's a single man in the this eighty three comment thread. I don't think there's a single man in the whole thing. It's all women, most of whom also are mothers who have special needs kids. (laughs) What
0: what would a guy say in that thread that wouldn't (laughs) immediately get him?
1: Let me Make him the target of
0: their ire. We've got I mean, any, any guy with half a brain in his head knows, well, at least if they're taking shots at this police officer, <laughs> they're leaving me alone.
1: Rayanne, Tammy, Savannah, Nicole. Nope. I don't see. Brenda. Robin. Stephanie. <laughs> Is
0: there any Robins in there?
1: I don't see a single. Oh, wait a minute. Randy. That could be a man. It could also be a woman.
0: That's true. It's spelled with an I. It's probably a woman. It's not. Okay.
1: It's not. Um, but well, I don't regardless, see
0: I, I think it's safe to conclude that it's mostly women. Yes, and it is the reason that this toxic femininity goes uh, un unchallenged, and the reason that it grows is because of this. Is because you get two hundred and eight caring emojis, and you get eighty four positive comments assuring you that you are the one who is. Right. Uh, correct here that you were taking you were doing nothing except caring for your child, and this officer was impeding a mother's care for her child. Right.
1: By the way, the videos show the child with a lap belt on, but his strap for his shoulders is behind him in the back seat of the car. Well, he
0: might have done that when he was I'm thrashing sure he, around, I'm sure he did, but the yeah.
1: point is, she was driving and videoing. And her kid wasn't belted in and the her car properly.
0: Well, she wasn't going the right speed either. And, and her so plates were expired. I know. <laughs> right.
1: so, I know.
0: I mean, yeah. But who cares about what the law says, Peach? <laughs> there's an autistic child who's unhappy.
1: Do I need to explain what makes this toxic femininity? Uh,
0: no. <laughs> okay. No, you do not. I'm not interested in that. All I care about is that there's an autistic child who is suffering And there's a policeman who's worried about expired plates. (laughs) Her plates are expired. She broke the law. So what? What you need to understand, officer, is that before you do your job that you are paid for, you need to have some compassion. You need to throw the law out and treat me with compassion.
1: The truth is that I sent this screenshot to my sister's. Uh, a couple of days ago and just said the same thing this is toxic femininity and i just left it there mm-hmm. I, I shared the screenshot of the post and labeled it toxic but i didn't explain it and i think that there was some question from at least two of my three sisters about what exactly i was like honing in on right you know because so it tell, carl. Happens tell carl how so this is toxic much it happens all the time and we get immune to it like we now have started to believe even i think some Christians and conservative Christians who would normally be like police officers supporting Uh Christians, I think that they've become conditioned to believe that anytime a woman goes out and blasts somebody on social media, the other person had it coming.
0: I would agree. And I would say that it even goes a little further than that, that that this woman is correct. This woman is morally and ethically justified and the police officer is is out of line right you know he should have been somebody said it in the comment section most police officers would have understood right it's like do they would
1: right it it is toxic because it takes the woman's strength so men have physical strength often uh, sort of a drive an ambition a competition spirit like competitive they punch
0: each other in the face They punch
1: each other in the face and it's toxic sometimes Mm -hmm. women are more emotional and they're also more verbal So they have communication skills. And when women use their emotions and their ability to communicate with others to tear another person down because they feel like it, that's toxic. They know they can rally an army. They know when they cry or say that they were crying that it pulls on people's heartstrings. They will even use their own son crying in the background to garner sympathy. To
0: justify their breaking the law. To
1: justify their what is breaking several laws, not just state laws but also laws in scripture against gossiping against uh letting your tongue loose when you're oh, angry sure, against sure. you know it's not right but That's
0: another level right. that's a deeper level but at the very least she was breaking the speed limit and that's why she got pulled over Correct And so the policeman didn't do anything wrong
1: Right Right and so when men get pulled over by the police they have the emotions there's a little bit of fear there's a little bit of annoyance there's this anger they are tempted some of them to backtalk the police officer right then and there. And some
0: of them do. Some of them go so far as to actually assault the assault police officer. of them end
1: up in jail for it. Right. Women don't often do that. They don't tend to do that. What they do is they bottle up all that emotion and then they go home and assault the police officer on social media. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was. That was assault with a deadly weapon of the tongue. And it's... Everywhere, because men don't get away with it, generally. They go to jail. Women get praised and shared and congratulated and encouraged for doing what is essentially the same thing, self-centered, self-focused, not thinking of others, expecting others to think only of them. It's ugly, and it does damage, and I would argue even more damage than when when a male is overtly, obviously sinning, and we nip it right in the bud.
0: And he gets in handcuffs. He gets yeah. pepper sprayed and tased and put in handcuffs and dragged off to jail. Right. Right.
1: Right. And I Yeah, know- I would say
0: I would say that there, there's no question, but it, it's worse. Toxic femininity is worse because it is self-justifying. And because they don't get pepper sprayed and maced, then they, they go on thinking, yeah, I'm absolutely correct right. to do this.
1: Right. And it's a problem because we don't talk about what females tend to sin like we don't actually describe for people even in churches anymore we don't talk about what it looks like when a woman is sinful right it doesn't look
0: like male sin right and so we go well there's not sin so they get away with it you're, you're you need to understand what sin actually is and that men and women are different and so they sin differently
1: right well and not sometimes it just looks differently like they sin the same but like i said instead of instead of being violent outward at the cop right then and there, they tend to be violent inward. Right.
0: It looks different. Yes.
1: It just looks different. It's it's, it's the the same same.
0: selfish rebelliousness in men and women. It just comes out differently. right.
1: And you have to be able to recognize it. And I got into a small kerfuffle with somebody on your comedy page. Not a
0: kerfuffle.
1: (laughs) It was maybe not a kerfuffle, more of a, more a fun. skirmish <laughs> i almost said lollygag but that's br- not actually a synonym a brouhaha that, that's it it was a brouhaha really
0: <laughs> thank you so tell me about that <laughs>
1: thanks for thanks for clarifying for you're welcome
0: Carl. you're welcome um i'm actually a little shocked that i was the one that came up with you're the wordsmith
1: yeah i'm the woman who's yeah. got the ability to speak your stupid comments on the page. I'm just though. a
0: brutish male.
1: So Carl can go to your comedy page on Facebook and read this, but it's all out of order. Oh, now we can talk about that. Yeah, I want now that I've piqued his interest <laughs> as well as I have. Finally, um,
0: this is what I wanted to start with.
1: Yeah, I've got a problem because if you go there from Facebook on your laptop, at least it's all the comments are not in the right order. So I'm going to. So read. what was the
0: kerfuffle? I I or I'm sorry, the brouhaha.
1: The brouhaha. You wrote about submission.
0: Ooh, yeah,
1: did you and read honestly, this?
0: that did not get as much of a. Uh, that was not as scandalous as I thought it was going to be. I expected that there would that we would be fighting off adversaries all afternoon. Well, I nipped it because uh,
1: I'm and I'm trying to tell Carl how to do the same. Like, okay. how can we notice when a woman is being unfair, hypocritical, mm. unfair? Oh, I know what you're
0: going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. And, go ahead and then
1: nip it in the bud.
0: Go ahead. We're um, almost out of time too. I,
1: I know we are. So you wrote about submission, and you basically just said. You can't have it both ways. Like, if you're going to use the Bible to get your husband to love you like Christ loves the church, you also have to... be
0: considerate of you.
1: Right. You also have to submit to him. You can't just throw that out when it's convenient. Right. So somebody in the comments... You can't throw
0: out verse 6 and 7 of 1 Peter. uh, What was it? 1 Peter
1: I don't know. 1 Peter
0: 3. 1 Peter 3, you can't throw out verse 5 and 6 and then cling to verse 7 as if that is... uh, Gospel.
1: Right. Go ahead. So, somebody in the comments wrote, "It's really easy to ignore Ephesians 5:21, which precedes instructions to husbands and wives submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Given it is mutual and Christ-centered, no man has a right to lead a woman into sin, even Abraham. No woman is required to sin out of submission. <laughs> I didn't sh- see that comment. You didn't see any of this." <laughs>
0: Dad, even Abraham. It's like, yo, yeah, oh, that's the whole point. I'll tell that's you what why. I was talking about.
1: I'll tell you why, because this person went back and edited their comment. The first time they commented, they just said <laughs> it's easy to ignore ephesians five twenty one. okay. And I then just... they added to it and fleshed it out a little more later when they edited it. But I just said, Nobody's ignoring that verse. Feminist church ladies quote that verse all the time as some sort of loophole that they don't have to submit to their husbands if he isn't also submitting to them. Right. We're familiar with that verse. Right. Because it's the one that that women who are sinful point to when they say, well, you first. Right. And I didn't
0: ignore it. I wasn't writing about Ephesians yesterday and so to say well it's really easy to ignore this verse that you weren't even writing about is a little bit of an unfair
1: right uh, so that so the person responded to me and said amanda i don't know about the people you're speaking of but a woman should not submit to a man if he's rebellious and not submitting to god false too many women have been counseled shamed into allowing themselves to be beaten and abused due to a misunderstanding of that scripture rather this is just the golden rule for marriage: love your wife slash husband as yourself, but love God most. Mm. Did mm-hmm. you read my mm-hmm. response to that?
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't see your response, but she—I I did notice that she—that uh, she started saying one thing and then flipped it into something else. Her her leadoff statement, I disagree with, but then she, then she smoothed it into ah oh, we should just follow the golden rule which nobody is no, going no. to argue with. i
1: was thrilled that they brought up the golden rule why because i have experience with sinful women twisting the golden rule namely i myself when i was a little girl her
0: own personal self
1: and nobody hears about this because we're too busy paying attention to whether our boys are going to look at you know nude images we're or something. teaching
0: our boys not to be abusive
1: right We're not actually looking at whether our girls are headed down a toxic female trait path.
0: Whether our girls are going to twist what the boys are doing into abuse. a
1: A man would have said, Oh, we weren't talking about the golden rule. You don't need to bring up the golden rule. Right. I said, as a woman, I'm glad that you brought up the golden rule. It's interesting. I remember being about 10 years old and realizing that when my brother treated me in a way I didn't like, he obviously wasn't following the golden rule. So I didn't have to treat him the way I wanted to be treated either. My flesh was very happy when I realized I was off the hook. I actually said that to mom. Did you you know when I was probably Cammie's age, I said to mom, well, obviously he isn't following the golden rule either because he did this first. Therefore, I don't have to follow it.
0: No, I didn't realize that. You've always been difficult.
1: (laughs) That? You're a hard
0: person to get along with.
1: That is toxic femininity. And so the person responded, so you didn't understand the golden rule when you were a 10-year-old. It's love-based, not shame-based, insofar as it depends on us, live in harmony. So this is the question right here. I asked, do you think there may be some adult women who are still finding ways to interpret scripture in order to control behaviors of others while not having to be accountable themselves?
0: Did that question get answered? No. (laughs) Good. I would have put money on no, so I'm glad that I've, I've got my finger to the wind to the point where I can at least deduce that.
1: Do you think there may be adult women? This is an obvious yes. I didn't even say, do you think lots of women? Right. Do you think there may be some adult women who are still finding ways to interpret scripture to control the behavior of others Mm -hmm. and not have to be held accountable themselves? Yes. And the response to that was, LOL, what do you care what other people do? A Christian is led by the Spirit. (laughs)
0: Doesn't that contradict the original point that she just made, where it's like, yeah. you're not responsible for behaving, you're not responsible for the golden rule unless the person is... Uh, is. Yeah. Once the other person is rebellious, yes. then you're off the hook as well. Yes. She just contradicted herself. Yes,
1: I know, because this is toxic femininity. They use the scripture to control <laughs> other people's behavior, like me, and they don't apply it to their own.
0: You don't have to submit to your husband if he doesn't submit to you. LOL, what do you care what other people do? Yes. Well, you have to know what other people are doing so that I can follow your mandate that says I don't have to pay attention to people who are already sitting themselves.
1: Right. So here's what I said.
0: I can sin if you sin first.
1: Here's what I said after the LOL, you don't, what do you care what people do? I said, Are you serious? That was it. Are you serious?
0: (laughs) Do you not realize that you just shot yourself in the foot?
1: And this person said, Serious about following Jesus? You bet.
0: Oh, you bet I am. What
1: about you? And that is how I know that I was not talking to Uh,
0: the. I would not have done well. I was not talking talking to to a man. Because I I would not have been, not that you're ever gentle. But I would have just been... Yeah. Yeah, brutal. So,
1: So here's what I said. I said, why are you comfortable paying attention to what people are doing when women are being abused? But you don't think I should care when women are doing the abusing. I think you have a blind spot there, friend. And the response was...
0: Are they still responding?
1: Yeah. So the response was, Amanda, you have done nothing but look for something to accuse another <laughs> over. You've done zero to reinforce the good that has been spoken, which shows where your heart is quarrelsome. Quarrelsome. You're so quarrelsome, Amanda. You are so quarrelsome. Yeah. So that's where I just said we're going to be podcasting about this. It'll come out on Monday. (laughs) Feel free to listen.
0: Oh, that's so great. So
1: it's a it's a joint account. It's a husband and a wife that's joint account so where they've great. got both their names. And you can go to the John Brandon comedy page and still see it for now. I don't know if it'll get taken down later. But <laughs> but it's a man's name and a woman's name. And I am about 99% sure that I was and talking to the woman. Yeah, you were speaking with the woman. Yep, yeah. because that's what they're used to doing. They're not used to having to defend what they say. They're not used to having to back up their claims with logic and reason. No, and, and their, care. Defense,
0: their defense for everything they say is, well, you're the one that's quarrelsome.
1: Right. You're just quarrelsome, and it's like, no, I'm holding you accountable in a way that you've never been held accountable. I was held accountable at ten years old when I said, "Well, he obviously wasn't wasn't treating me the way he wanted to be treated, so I guess I'm off the hook." Right, and, and I was does not does allowed not to matter. get away with that.
0: It does not matter, young lady.
1: But this is what would have happened if I had been allowed to get aw- to get away with that. I would have grown up into a toxic female. I would have made an amazing feminist. You
0: really would. <laughs> You I, really would. You would I have say been, that
1: the way that a man might say, I would have been an excellent mass murderer. Well, but that's,
0: but it's a little <laughs> bit, that's, that statement is correct, but, but you would really be a terrible feminist because you think too much.
1: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If, if it weren't for, you would've, it, would've,
0: yeah, you it would have,
1: yeah, if it weren't for like my conscience and right. the Holy Spirit and the grace of God, I would have been.
0: If you were a completely different person than you are, then you would have been a great feminist.
1: If I had been as fleshly... Well, and this
0: this comes around, even though we're over time, but this comes around to uh, where we started. Yeah. With, with the girl and her, uh, you know, and her speeding and getting yes. pulled over by that. And it's like, okay, th- what you're professing does not work if we apply it to everybody. Right. You know, if everybody who hasn't, who is currently having an issue of some sort, gets to decide how fast they're going to drive and whether or not they're going to uh, renew their license and plates, whether, and, and
1: whether the police officer who tries to enforce the law is being nice enough, to exactly. Your if yes. if
0: that it's if that is up to every individual. Uh, to determine for themselves, then there that's lawlessness. Right. There, there is no law. Everybody decides what is right in their own mind. Right. does what's right in their mind. And Your perspective and on
1: things or your worldview only works if you are the queen of the world. And right. it's awful when a male tyrant starts trying to control everybody and, and take over and make everyone march to the beat of his drum. And it's awful when a woman does that too. But I see the women getting away with it more. I see them going out. And demanding that everybody else listen to them, reinforce their behavior, agree with them. It's women more often than it is men because they've, they've been getting away with it for so long. And in the church, it's no better than it is in um, in the rest of the culture. I
0: would say it's worse in the church because be worse, we're supposed to yeah. know better. We've you got what? scripture that tells us. I got not a private message
1: from a guy just after that conversation took place on your wall. I didn't know that. A, a guy private messaged me and just said, It seems like you're saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking for an argument or a fight. I just, it seems like That's you're saying. That's
0: how guys always start. <laughs> well, he was
1: afraid. I think he was afraid I was going to unleash what I unleashed. You never on. hear
0: a woman start with, I'm not looking for a fight. And I might be wrong. No, no, they yep. do
1: that too when they're trying to manipulate. But I, because it was a guy, I was like, He probably just doesn't want me to be as rough with him as I was with the lady on her page <laughs> and I appreciated it and he was like Try you know
0: you. what do you
1: do basically if a woman really is being abused I mean that wasn't exactly the question but he said like
0: physically abused yeah if
1: they're if they're in a bad marriage and she's getting roughed up yeah do you still think she should submit to that and so I said I appreciate the question I I don't condone abuse from either gender right and and it was longer my response was longer than that but he kind of came back and clarified again he's like so that's supposed to apply to men and women both. it
0: does apply to men and women if, if and any man who's beating his wife is violating Correct. what the scriptures saying
1: that's what i said to him i said all i'm saying is that i see a double standard Again, much like in public school where boys are disciplined for jumping out of their chair and talking out of turn and girls are getting away with right. passing hate notes right. under the desk. You know, that's that's what I'm dealing with here and unfortunately it's no better in the church than it is in the rest of the culture. Right. So. And
0: and that's it. There's I I can't think of an instance where I have ever heard anybody in the church defend a man who's physically beating his wife no. and children.
1: <laughs> no. I
0: can't I can't think of a single Instance Now, I've, I've been told by a bunch of angry feminists that it happens all the time, right, that because, men get away with beating their wives all the time, right, and right. Christianity gives them cover, and right. I'm like, I just don't see that. And
1: that's why it's tricky, because you've got toxic masculinity, like abusive behavior, being used by toxic females when they're doing what toxic females do, which is lying. There are right. women who and they, and they really do even believe their own lies sometimes. They get so worked up and so emotional that they rewrite history and they believe that they've been abused and and in many cases their character assassination like with the police officer. Right. They're they're tearing down another person, a guy who also has a family, who may even have a son with autism for all we know. He might. And they're not treating him the way that they want to be treated. No. And so they end up using their their toxic traits are In casting all of these assumptions and these sometimes name calling and and these character attacks on another person, including up to sometimes accusations of outright abuse, physical abuse or verbal abuse. Right. And when they do that, it becomes hard to believe them because, yes, there are men who beat their wives. Yes, there are. But there are also wives who lie. They lie about what's being done to them because it feels like it's true.
0: The fact that there are men who beat their wives, unless you are being beaten by your husband right. what other women are suffering it's is not part of your not, argument
1: right doesn't validate or justify right. your perspective
0: because there are women who have been beaten by their husbands that does not mean that you get to behave like an abhorrent rebellious pagan that's,
1: that's the other thing that was on your wall somebody left a comment um, that said, unfortunately, there are too many dead wives who thought they had to submit to their no, husbands. I did see that comment. And I replied to that, too. And I said, unfortunately, there are a lot of awful wives who use the dead wives as excuses to be awful. Right. And that woman replied to me and said, LOL, are you speaking from experience?
0: Because she thought that was going to shut you down.
1: Yeah, she thought it was a zinger. Yeah. She was like, bazinga. Are you speaking from experience, Miss Awful Wife?
0: And you did something unexpected and said, absolutely, I have been awful. <laughs>
1: yes, I absolutely am speaking from experience.
0: And that is when she deleted her comment. Correct. You because, can't see that
1: one now, Carl. It's right. been blown off the internet.
0: Because she thought that she was going to get the last word when she asked you if you were speaking from personal experience, and you would do what all of her feminist friends do and go, absolutely not. I've never been that No, no. But instead, you said, yeah, sure, I'm a sinner, I saved copped, by grace. I
1: copped to my toxic femininity because that's how I know. I know from personal experience and mm-hmm. I said yes and by God's grace I've been delivered from the sin of using the scripture to control and manipulate and abuse that's, my husband. That's
0: how I recognize your awfulness. That's how I know my friend, you
1: are where I used to be like I when see, I was awful.
0: <laughs> I see the same ugliness in you that I used to see in the mirror.
1: Oh my goodness, Carl, you've got to you have got to call it out and or send the examples to me at the very least if you can't if you don't feel like you're equipped to... to or
0: call the business phone and say, Hell, Hello, my name is Carl. Uh,
1: uh, my name is Carl I knew
0: I knew when we started that this was going to go over.
1: I had a lot more to say even. Hey, I we, cut it short. We
0: haven't even said it all. Um, all right, Carl, if you uh, if you have it, you should go to the website and become a member of our clique. <laughs> Whew, there, I said it.
1: <laughs> Johnbrandian.com. Johnbrandian.com. You can find John Brannion on Niwee, Gab, and YouTube. Also be part of the show by emailing your questions and comments to nextdoor at johnbrannion.com. We've loved having you at our table neighbor. See you next time and bring some friends with you.